Welcome everyone to another episode of the Negligent Discharge Podcast. I'm your host, Triple D, with my boy Jay, back on our bullshit. Jay, how we doing tonight? Oh, I'm not too shabby, man. How are you? Oh, I'm just fucking fantastic. I got a life full of problems, and I keep seeing nonsense everywhere I fucking look. Other than that, I'm just peachy. Yeah, no, I, I fucking I feel that. <laughs> Let me give a quick shout-out to the boys over at Autumn's Ascent for allowing me to use their music. And my boy Jay has his own show. You can catch basically whenever the hell you want or whenever he's broadcasting. The Vanishing Gates, all the talk for your paranormal activity, urban legends, and scientific fiction, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> True crime, gaming, shit like that. Uh, so, I want to start by, like, just... When I say back of my bullshit, I'm like, you know what? Just fuck people and their feelings. Um, the response for the show has been overwhelming, and I really do appreciate all the support. But I saw something that got me thinking. I was watching this, like, you ever see, like, TikTok at work or TikTok memes at work or some shit like that? You ever, you ever see them? You ever hear them? Um, I've seen the memes. I don't, I don't participate in the... TikTokness, the Chinese uh, data gathering company. That... So, so here is the bullshit <laughs> that I saw, and if if it was anybody else except this group of people doing this, it would have been registered as like creepy, rapey. You're a fucking sexual creep. It was this fucking homosexual at Walmart, and he was working the self checkout thing, and he's like TikToking himself. He's like, "Oh my god, that guy over there is really cute." I'm going to pause it on him so I have a reason to go talk to him. And he does it, and he just goes over there. And I'm like, you fucking scumbag. Now, problem number one, okay, I don't care that he's homosexual, but people need to stop promoting their fucking lifestyle onto everybody else. Like, I have to accept it. Like, there's all this fucking... Bullshit about like, oh, you have to accept the homo, trans, nonsense, gender, neutral, fluid, fuck you, I don't care. Go play pretend in your own house. Quit broadcasting it to the world. Nobody gives a fuck. It's just fucking creepy. And then when you do shit like that, that any straight guy, if he did it, would be like, oh, you're a fucking dirtball. You're a creep. You're a fucking rapey prick. Like, who just shuts down someone's self-checkout lane to go hit on them? No, Jay? Lost for words? You there? Can you hear me now? There we go. Lost oh, for words. Oh, sorry. I, apparently I turned my mic off and realized it. So, I'm super pro-gay. Nothing nothing against homo, homosexuality at all. But, guys, like, we get shit if we catcall or if we go and talk to chicks and it's not something they request a lot of the time and we come off as weird and creepy. So why isn't it the same? You know, and I get it. Like, if dude just wants to go meet this other guy, who knows? Maybe that guy's gay and they can play tummy swords. I, I don't fucking know. But it's just the hypocrisy behind it is, is, is staggering because the same people that bitch about guys talking to girls like that and approaching them are the same fucking people that say, you know, you can't have an opinion about it if it's, gay or if it's whatever you know what I mean 
and I absolutely agree with you. 100%. I think that's where you're going for with it. I I I I agree with you 100. percent It's 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 fucking. I don't like this double standard that we have come to appreciate in this country. I fucking hate it. Like I think what's good for one person is good for everyone. Well, to a degree, anyway. I'm sure. <laughs> And while we're on the subject of bullshit stubble standards in this fucking country and people I fucking hate because I'm just so full of fucking rage, have you looked at this fucking bullshit in Kentucky? Yeah. This fucking... Yeah. I'm, I'm actually looking at the news, the news thing right now from uh, sexy, Washington Examiner. Sexy summer camp ran by these giant fucking gross women that nobody... Not even the proudest of lesbians would be would dare touch, and they're fucking uh, they're corrupting children with sexual behavior. And I'm not talking like you know high school teens who are experimenting or learning on their own. I'm talking like from toddlers to twelve uh, year olds, and it's fucking gross. And the only thing that's more disgusting to me than these fucking gross women are the parents. The parents that allow this to take place, I believe social services should get involved and take these children away from these parents and drag these parents out in the street and execute them publicly because it is disgusting. Yeah, so <laughs> it's sexy sex ed summer camp out of Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's a virtual summer camp. They charge they charge for the classes. I think it's like five bucks a unit for these classes. And like you were saying, it's run by these gals that are not. Um, I mean, they're exactly what you'd think they'd look like. Uh, Gross. One of them, for instance, is so. <laughs> there's ones about being sex workers and stuff. But there's one, let's see, what's her resume says, say on there, what was she saying? She wants toddlers to masturbate, you know, uh, oh, sorry, not $5 attend, it's $500 attend. And this was from July 6th and August, uh, from July 6th to August 26th and 01, or 20, to 2021, not 01. The workshop expanded to a virtual summer camp that charged attendees up to 500 bucks. Among the sessions of the camp, were the three P's, pee, poop, and pleasure, sex on drugs, and over-sexualization and policing of blackness. The, illicit, uh, the lessons planned for the Sex on Drugs Day said the workshop will explore the nuances of engaging in sexual activity while using illicit and illicit and illicit drugs. Together, we will explore why people engage in sexual activity while on drugs, the nuances of substance use and consent, and harm reduction strategies around having sex on substances, the course plan says. So it was founded by this uh, Tanya Turner, who describes herself as a femme, fat, queer, magical pleasure worker, educator, and artist. So, I mean, yeah, that's it's pretty much exactly what you should you think she'd be like. Just just a disgusting creature. She's not a she's not a good person. So so here's uh, so here's one of my problems with it. Number one, I don't think children. Uh, should be exposed to any form of sexual activity until they discover it for themselves or they're of puberty age and the education should be left to the parents. Two, I don't think that anybody should be introducing children to drugs. <clears throat> and three, Jay, you're as old as I am. You remember these um, 
uh, billboard ads and TV commercials for, you know, oh, Susan's drinking at the bar and she's drunk and Johnny's drinking at the bar and he's drunk too. And Johnny and Susan go and have sex with each other and Johnny is charged with rape because her inhibitions are lowered due to the alcohol content. Yeah. Now, uh, and that's the double th- standard there is staggering. Now, now <laughs> I remember these ads, right? Okay, and it, I, I understand the the nature of them is like taking advantage of somebody under the under influence of alcohol is wrong. I agree. But we'll get into the double standard that ad in a minute. I'm talking about the, the where we've come from where that was wrong to where it's okay to now to teach children all this stuff when they don't know what they want to be from one day to the next and you've taken control away from the parents. It's, I fucking hate it. I think these people need to be executed publicly. I really, really do. I think this country would be better off if World War III broke out and these people were just destroyed. I really, we need to, there needs to be a cleanse. There needs to be a giant purge. It's the same kind of people that think that uh, pedophilia is a sexuality and not just a fucking crime. And it's disgusting. If you think that pedophilia is a sexuality, you're a fucking piece of garbage and you should self forever sleep right now. Yes. Like just, just do the world a favor and eat a box of Botox or something and fucking just stop existing. Cause it's disgusting. Children are sacred. That's just a fact. We don't fuck with kids, man. We toughen them up. Sure. We prod them. We push them. The whole point of kids is to make them better than us. And when you're trying to do this, you're pushing something that will make me fucking punch you. There's a few things. That, there's few things that get me immediately into violence. Uh, violence towards women and, and violence towards children will immediately make me fight. There's no fuck fuck around there. It's fafo all the way. You fuck around, you'll find out. I agree. You know, it's like no. That's not to say I'm not. I'm not against you know properly punishing a kid for misbehavior. Spanking a kid ain't ain't child abuse. The fucking doctor that came out with that quackery back in the day even said later on that he was wrong and should never fucking said that. You need to have discipline. There needs to be like reactions. I almost never spank my kids. Almost never. And anybody that knows me knows I'm a very proud dad. Um, speaking of which, two of my kids just got promoted. Um, well, they got uh, ranked up in their Brazilian jiu-jitsu class uh, over at Lost Boys in Arcata there. Shout out to Lost Boys. Good, up, good, get good. Big ups to and, the kids. Uh, hell yeah, dude! A bunch of a bunch of the dudes there got promoted. It was so cool because it was like a family event. It was like everyone was excited for everybody. But my my two, the two my kids that go to the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, three of them train there. Two of them do the the, the Jiu Jitsu and the Muay Thai. One just does the Muay Thai, and is going to start the Jiu Jitsu part. So one thing that was super cool was one of my kids got four stripes at one time on her belt. So she's one step away from ranking up and the other kid got two stripes at one time. So that's two steps away from ranking up a belt. Like, and in jujitsu, that's a big fucking deal. It's hard to get ranked up in your belts in Brazilian jujitsu for any class. that's worth the time. Any gym you want to go to, it's worth it. And everyone there will agree with, with it. Like you don't fuck with kids. You make them better than you are. You get a little rough, if you need to, but never abusive. There's a big difference between discipline and fucking abuse. I had people abuse me as a kid, not sexually, thank God. So not every priest in the Catholic Church is a pedophile. But are you upset because you weren't chosen? Definitely had people hit me. For what? 
Are you upset because you oh, were like me? Abused? You were one of the ugly upset. kids Can the I priest didn't want to bother with? <laughs> no, I just had some really... One priest was an old-school Italian man named Father Paul, and the other one was an old-school guy from Malta named Father Albert. And they were fucking amazing guys. They were not of that kind of breed of people that were involved in that kind of thing. They were the kinds that said, cast these guys out of the church. Uh, I know that one of them had actually filed a report with the Vatican against a priest that they found out that was doing that and had him pushed, um, pushed away from where where he was at or from another, another diocese or whatever you call it. I stopped being Catholic a long time ago. So I don't remember all the terminology there, but yeah, these guys were of the same cord that I am with the don't fucking touch kids. It's not appropriate. It's not acceptable. So let's be like, so 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 let's weave our way back to the to the analogy I made about the whole Johnny's drunk and Sally's drunk shit, and therein yeah. lies the double standard itself. Because if two people are drunk, how can you charge one over the other? Well, here's part of it. Here's the real fucking irony and hypocrisy of it. That thing was going around college campuses. Those flyers, and it was a promotion that was done. I remember it pretty well. Um, I don't know about you, but I've hooked up with girls when we were both inebriated in my history. And it was consensual completely, including afterwards. But sorry, ladies, changing your mind afterwards doesn't mean he raped you. Like there was a, a bunch of guys that were starting to realize, hey, if you hook up with a girl after you've both been drinking and you text her the next day and say, hey, I did not rape you. This was consensual. It's an important thing to do. But the other part of it is I'm the kind of person who's very protective of women and kids. Like I said, I don't hit women. If I fucking you know, outside of the fun time in the bedroom, if they like it, there could be a little spanking. Wife kind of likes it once in a while. No argument here. Nothing violent. But there's abusive motherfuckers, and then there's protective people. And it bugs me. I think the big thing is what they should have pointed out was Susan was hanging out at a frat party, and Johnny fucking slipped her a Mickey. And it would have been more of an accurate statement. We want to protect women, and herein lies the irony, and we're told we shouldn't, and then we're told that the guy is always the fallible one in these circumstances. So which is it? Are we supposed to protect women, or are we equal? It's See, a big fucking problem. And, 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 that, and that hits the subject right on the head. It's, it's, there is no equality, right? It's this, it's this idea that it's separate but equal. It's separate but equal. Well, it's, it's equal in different ways. So it, it is kind of separate but equal. Um, the equality goes into your, your biology. So you think about these fucking guys that we've talked about before that decide they want to – they suck at the sport they're playing in. So they're, now they're a girl, and they're just beating the shit out of women so they can be successful. Like that swimmer who is breaking, is breaking every female swimmer's record, and he was placed like number 400-something – down the list as a man when he competed as a man. Oh, you're talking about like Aquaman. Differently. The Aquaman. Yeah, that one. <laughs> and again, guys, I'm not at all against someone who is seriously going through gender dysphoria. That's a real thing. It does happen. If you want to just dress up like a gal or whatever, I'm not going to judge you for that either. Fucking, I've gone to Rocky Horror. I'm not going to play like it's not a like it's some big issue. But when you try to impose that on everyone else around you because your feelings are a certain way, it becomes problematic. We have to differentiate what's right and what's wrong. There is a, it's not really that fine a line, especially when it comes to pedophilia or 
spousal abuse or things like that. There's not a super fine line there, guys. You fucking cross it, you cross it. That's it. There's a big difference between going, hey, you know, like, so I'm dating a girl that's 10 years younger, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, how old is she? How long have you been seeing her for? Like, my wife's three years younger than I am. She was a freshman when I was a senior in high school. She was a teenager when I married her, but she was a legal teenager. Had I dated her a couple years earlier, it would have been technically illegal. Consensual, but illegal. So that's the gray area there. But if you're talking like I'm dating someone 10 years younger and you're fucking 20 years old, we have a fucking problem, guys. Yes. (laughs) That is a fact. You know, it's – I told you about that fucking – Flyer. I know we're rabbit trailing, kind of going oh, bouncing around fucking, the board here. Fuck that flyer. Fuck those people. So, I want to read this because this is that flyer that was at the kids' thing, and this goes back to what I was saying about should we protect women or are we equal? Well, what do you want? I know for a fact my wife doesn't want someone that's just equal to her all the time in that sense. She wants me to be able to protect her. She doesn't want a panty waist. She wants a guy who will be a man. You know, it's becoming more popular again, hallelujah, that women like men, you know, um, us old grizzly type motherfuckers who will throw hands and, and not be mad about it. And we'll provide and we'll work. We'll do the work to make them happy. You know, it's it's not that we won't take care of them. Like, I'll spoil my wife as much as I can. But at the same time, she knows that, you know, when I'm disgruntled or blunt or rude or whatever, she knows that at the end of the day, anyone fucks with her, I'm going to regulate them and I'm going to fuck them up. And it's not a question of how or why. It's a matter of simplicity. Is this going to happen? So I see this fucking thing. My kid, my oldest daughter, who's in high school, brought this home. There's a stack of these flyers in the girl's bathroom at the high school and her and her friends demolished these flyers. They just tore them to shreds and tossed them because it's, I'm just going to read it to you guys so you can fucking figure it out. One side on the back says abolish male dependency. Now this looks, those pictures of females all over the place. uh, Most of them like Renaissance style nudes and whatnot. And it looks like the lettering was stuck together with uh, news clippings like the mafia would do in movies. And then it says on the front, on a piece of paper with hearts and also more of weird typeset, like a fucking retard did it. It says misogyny with a question mark. And then it says is receiving unsolicited comments on your body is being called a good girl, darling, sweeties, babe, etc. unwillingly is being constantly asked about marriage and having children. Is people sexualizing your outfit or saying it's inappropriate? Is the funny sexist joke from the guy who sits next to you in math? Is having to deal with double standards? So I'm going to break these down. There's more to this fucking flyer, but I want to tear this part apart because the fucking, these are ridiculous. Uh, Receiving unsolicited comments on your body. Girls, if you dress like a fucking whore, guys are going to notice we're visual creatures. That's why we like her women to dress certain ways. That's why you put on makeup. You do it to attract, um, to attract a mate. That's why you do these things, to get attention. Expect attention if you're going to do that, okay? That's not cool for them to touch you, but you can't expect them not to look at you. Half the fun of having a hot wife for me is having other people knowing I have arm candy and they can't fucking touch her because I am the guy. 
You know, that's like, it's a big thing for guys, ladies. And I'm sure most of you out there know that, know this, it's becoming more common again. We're getting back to the way things should be slowly, but surely. The next one is being called a good girl, darling, sweeties, babe, etc. unwillingly. If someone wants to call me a fucking asshole, they can call me an asshole. I don't give a fuck. You know, if I'm going to compliment, I read that part to my wife and she's like, yeah, you do all of those things and I love it. <laughs> those names. Like, so it's pet names. Like what the yes. fuck do you guys like, how are you fucking hung up on that? I like the, when people, the, I like when girls call me handsome or sexy. You know what I mean? That's fucking amazing. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, fuck the best women good. that I've ever been involved with either in relationships or in, in sexual trysts, whatever you want to call have always like the idea of calling them a good girl when they've done something like beneficial for me. You know, it, it, it was always like a turn on for them. And I was like, I always applauded that. Like, yes, like that, that like be that. I, I, I'm just going to be blunt. I was banging my wife earlier. And I was like, oh, you're a good girl, aren't you? Exactly. Like, you're fucking having that. And if anybody doesn't like that, they're fucking crazy. It does say uh, the caveat of unwillingly. But let me explain something to you. If I'm saying something and you don't like it, just tell me you don't like it. I probably won't do it again. It's fucking simple. That's not misogyny. And frankly, I don't even care that misogyny might be a thing or whatever. I'm a guy, and you're going to have to fucking deal with it because I'm not going to apologize for it. Fuck that. I'll let the beta male bitches do that. Those guys with the fucking, they work at natural food stores and don't fucking, they get pedicures and shit. Fuck that. I'm a fucking man. Get over it. You either like it or you don't. And if you have a problem being a man, well, maybe you should be less of a fucking weirdo. Sorry. Cancel me all you want. I don't give a fuck. I'm over it. There ain't no canceling here. I'm all about it. Fuck these people and their feelings. I wasn't talking about you. You got a girlfriend. If you got a woman in your life and you call her a good girl and she likes it, you keep fucking doing that shit. I call my wife babe all the time. She calls me babe back. It was never willingly in the first place. It's because I wanted to fucking say it and it sounded good when I said it. and It just caught on. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay, so the next one, being constantly asked about marriage and having children. What the fuck are we supposed to do as a species if we're going to continue, guys? Do you guys want to, like, self-end the, the entire world? Like, is that your goal here is to stop reproducing in general? I mean, if you don't want to have kids, don't have fucking kids, but don't tell me what I can and can't do. And if I ask you about it, fuck off. You, I, I could just ask if you want to be a crazy cat lady. Every one of these bitches that write these kind of flyers are crazy fucking cat ladies. Guarantee it. There's no way a kid put this flyer together. It's one of those retarded-ass, college-educated, liberal fucking neckbeard women that wrote this fucking flyer. Guarantee it. It's fucking ridiculous. You do live in the capital of liberalism. I like the last part of it, is having to deal with double standards. What the fuck is that? Fuck you in the fucking neck. Double so, standards, which is what we were talking about earlier. They so fucking it's, proved it's, your point. It's very simple. Like, they're allowed to claim all the stuff that they don't like about us, but we're not allowed to claim all the stuff that we don't like about them. Oh, but wait. There's more. You open the flyer. Oh, God. And, of course, it has Rosie the Riveter, which is the dumbest fucking thing that feminists have ever used to guys this kind of feminism is what's killing feminism this is the reason my wife is an anti-feminist like i dated a feminazi before and it was fucking harrowing because i used to be like oh 
I'm kind of cool with this kind of thing. Girl power. Yay. And now I'm like, you know what? There's a social fucking construct to our species that we have to abide by or we will cease to exist as a fucking species. It's just fucking science folks. Like I, I, I don't teach biology anymore in the Supreme court, the justice wannabe gal that creepy uncle kid sniffers trying to push in doesn't realize that, but fuck all. It's like, so now it's, you open it misogyny again they, they like to use that term because they're stupid as fuck it's about controlling and punishing women who challenge male dominance no i don't fucking talk to you if you try to challenge my dominance bitch if you want to fucking fight the wolves fight the fucking wolves you know i'm happy to be a sheepdog but when the sheep get too stupid i'll let the wolves have at it and protect the ones that want to be protected it's not my fucking job to babysit and saturate your ego with whatever equality you think you, ex- you exist in. It, it, fucking, then it goes on. I define misogyny as social systems or environments where women face hostility and hatred because they're women in a men's world. Okay, I have never hated a woman for being a woman in this world. Oh my God, no! I love women. I'm Absolutely. a huge fan. Of huge women. <laughs> fan of women. Listen, if you're and not gr- just for the vaginas, okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you want to dress as provocative as possible, you do that because I am going to stare and I'm going to look and I'm probably gonna catalog you in the fucking spank bank later. I'm just being real. You will real. be. Yeah, you will most likely be deposited in the spank yes, bank. Yes, if you if you sexy. feel insecure because you think your titties are too small and you want to get bigger ones, you go get them bigger ones. I do not fucking think that is a bad thing. I, no, not every guy is the same either. This is oh, another part of hypocrisy. I fucking love women who want to go out and get <clears throat> themselves done up and fucking look good, and then they want to be freaks. I fucking love every act. Like you want to play dress up, you want to be dirty. Oh, the dirtier, the better. Please, that is my now, worship. I, that is what like, I love. I'll buy you jewelry. I'll buy you flowers. I'll fucking feed you. I'll cook you nice meals. I'll fucking provide for you. They say the I'll quickest man. You. They say the quickest it's way to a man's heart. Is through is, is is through his stomach. I'm gonna tell you right now. The quickest man, the quickest way to a man's heart is through his penis. It's through his eyes it, directly. If you wake and that the motherfucker up, the penis. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it is. It is through our chemical makeup, guy, gals, like and guys, and any guy out there. I, I love the guys who are like, oh, I'm I'm a feminist guy. Like, He's no, a piece just, of shit, is what he is. You're just not getting laid, and your girlfriend has hairier legs than you, bro. That's all that fucking means. I'm glad that you feel like you need to stand up for that, you neckbeard weirdo. Those are also the same guys that become abusive and they treat their women like shit when they finally grow the balls to fucking say what they've been wanting to say forever because they never felt like they could say it because they had to fit in with this fucking weird nomenclature. Wasn't, wasn't fucking bullshit. Wasn't Ed Kemper a fucking feminist? Yeah. And what happened with him there, Dave? Oh, Ed Kemper. So he's a serial killer from California who uh-huh. absolutely despises mothers and he frequented college campuses and he would uh-huh. select victims, behead them, and then fuck their headless body and he then face fuck their fucking head. Huge necrophile, yeah. super huge feminist, loved women in all the wrong ways. So oh. this, this flyer gets better. It continues. 
Why is there this sense that women are always doing something wrong? Why are we always seen as morally objectionable? Why do men perceive us as grumpy, negative, abusive, shrill, or too pushy? Because of this fucking cunts writing this shit, are Wait, in all caps. We only appear this way because men expect us to be otherwise. Fuck off. If any of my friends, my family, my buddies, girls, guys, or otherwise, look like they're in a negative mood, or they're being abrasive, or they're being shrill or pushy or grumpy, the assumption is going to be that they have, they're having some issues they need to work through, and I'm there for them as a friend. I fucking hate it when girls are like, this guy had the nerve to tell me to smile today. Well, maybe it's not a bad thing. Smiling can be very good for you. Maybe you should get that chip off your little shoulder, put on your big girl panties, and go make a fucking sandwich. I, I love fucking how, bullshit. I love how these fucking women, right? They 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 want to sit there, and they they bitch about not getting appreciated or that they're fucking judged a certain way, right? But you, you go to the store, you're going for fucking milk, eggs, bread, whatever the fuck the normal staples, and you see a woman, right? And she looks good, and you give her a compliment on her hair or outfit. Or some crazy, obscure, fucking, like, just a compliment. Just, oh, you know, you, you, you look very beautiful today. And all of a sudden, it's, you're sexually harassing them. You can't pay anybody yeah. a compliment because you might hurt their fucking feelings. You can't say nice things and, to people because they get upset. And then they get mad at us because we get upset and we get offend, offended by it because we don't really know how else to do. And there's no real right way to do what you guys want. You either want us to be exactly what you want, or you got to take us for how we are period. There's some things that are totally understandable. I, I have, have this discussion on a regular basis with women like that. I'm friends with, I, I tell them all the time met men are fucking simple. We are so simple. Do you realize how easy it is to control a man? There are women who make careers out of just the idea, right, that a man has the ability to sleep with them, and the man will give them hundreds of their hard-earned dollars in a single night oh, wait, because that's on. how simple on, we are. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. I got to, I got to. Come on, Harris. <coughs> Come on, Harris. <coughs> what? Come on, Harris. <coughs> <laughs> Talk about fucking rising to the top on your back. That bitch did that, didn't oh, she? Oh, what? A, yep, yep. But I applaud those people because that's that is using what you have to make a way for yourself. I will listen. If I was able to use my cock to rise to power, dear lord, it would be the most overused piece of useless flesh on my body. I mean, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Here's what I like, though. I'll tell you, things are changing quite a bit. I've noticed in the last year or so, especially gals and this, like, yeah, I saw that that flyer pissed me off and whatnot. And we had this weird sexy sexy summer camp thing that was from 2021. Uh, It's still a a thing today. Like, it's, it's, I fucking hate that place. Oh, yeah, no, it's disgusting. It's, it's a sex crime and they should be in prison. But uh, like I don't know, I don't know how now is, that the government hasn't stepped in and fucking shut them down. Like these, you're fucking gross. You need to be executed, you people. Well, it's it's also in Kentucky. Um, I don't know if you realize this. Kentucky doesn't exactly have the best. Uh, they're kind of like Florida North. Is that a good way to put that about Kentucky? 
methamphetamines and more inbreeding, less alligators. Uh, now, that's not all of Kentucky, folks. I've never really been there. I've just heard lots of stories from people that escaped Kentucky, um, comedians that are from Kentucky. Right, they escaped yeah. Kentucky, kind of like people escape California. I will be escaping California as soon as possible. I, You know, it sucks because this used to be such a nice place. But what I was going to say is, uh, the good news is, things are going to be, change, it seems like they're taking a change in the last year or so where they're getting better. And as soon as the dad bods started to becoming like a thing that girls liked and not the fucking pretty boy thing, I think we started to go in a better direction. And I think Absolutely what happened is... Absolutely went in a better direction. It, it, at least it did for me. I think it, but <laughs> what happened is you went from having these fucking pretty boy panty waist boy band looking motherfuckers that are like so like limp wristed and like and this and I don't mean limp wristed like gay guys I mean like you know the non-firm dead fish handshake the fucking pretty boy pussies the fucking soft ass motherfuckers the 10 ply cunts these guys that want to just placate and do everything just to make their woman happy blah 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 and it's totally fraudulent they're still just trying to get laid and be given some kind of notice. And that's what it boils down to. Women, ladies, gals, if a guy doesn't need you to notice him and you get his attention, if he's confident in himself and strong-willed, and there's a big difference between confident and egotistical. We can do an entire other subject on guys that are in between those two lines. There's guys that you know will protect you and take care of you and love you. And there's guys that are just going to be totally fucking self-absorbed and try to just get whatever they want from you. Don't confuse the two. But when women start dating these fucking loser douchebags, either one of those two other guys seem a lot better because it's obvious that what you're doing, you're doing for show. And women like a man with backbone deep down. There's a reason that like leftist women, like uh, Democrat women, they always say in these things, when they fuck a Republican guy, the sex is way better. It's just a fact. It's been proven over and over and over. It's because we fuck, fuck guys, like men are supposed to. Well, yeah, she's not gay. She already has a pussy. She doesn't need another pussy. You know what I mean? Like, if she was gay, it might be different. But fucking just saying. Even my, my, I got a couple buddies that are gay and Republicans, and they say the same shit. They're like, we really like the aesthetics of liberal men, but at the same time, they're just not as good in bed. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, right, kudos to you, buddy. I'm glad to hear that. So I'll take that as a compliment, even though it's not happening. <laughs> so here's uh, another thought that occurred to me. What's the latest on the Black Lives Matter? Oh, it's a. Uh, it's been really quiet. I haven't heard anything about it? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, uh, since the founder got millions and millions of donated dollars to buy her houses, um, it got really quiet. Do, after do, that. do you want to know what it is? Do you want to know why it's so quiet? Oh, uh, I don't want my house firebombed. But uh, because Biden's in office, <sighs> and the uh-huh. Democrats have control. And it doesn't uh-huh. fit the narrative year yet. It's not an election year. I guarantee you, come election year, you're going to see the fucking oh, BLM oh, yeah. blow up. You know, the craziest thing is... What's the latest on Antifa? Same shit. Where are they at? The, they're they're well, fucking chilling say, out waiting. 
I have a, a friend of mine who's, who's a black man, and he was a fucking awesome dude. Great cook, by the way. He had, uh, well, he's an awesome cook. I like to cook, so I, I really appreciate that. He, um, We were talking food, and he mentioned that some white guy had called him a white supremacist. That, yeah, he's fucking very, awesome. very, very black. I mean, not like you're not going to lose a brown guy. No, this dude is black, and he's happy to be that way. And I'm happy for him because he's a beautiful man. And I'm not into guys, but if I was, I've heard once you go black, you don't make fart sounds anymore. <laughs> don't know if it's true. <laughs> Uh, There's a bunch of black dudes right now that were really pissed off until I said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reeling them back in. <laughs> oh, so what the fuck else is going on around here? So my life's in fucking turmoil and upside down. As usual, fucking kids are a pain in the ass. Yeah, you've been telling me about that a little bit. Uh, I've been just going through a whole bunch of shit as seems well, to be the adult, life. Right, Remember? the one guy we talked about. Yeah. Why don't you hit him in the fucking throat with your knuckles and let him play the fuck fuck game with you and see how it goes? Oh, believe me, I, I really, <laughs> really thought long and hard about giving him a good throat punch and fucking calling it a day. But some people have to learn lessons the long hard way. You know, my mom, like like I discussed earlier, my mom had thrown me out when I was uh, seventeen and sent Took me you back. A long time to get back. So yeah. I fucking told him, "Get kick rocks, fucking good life to you." Yeah, well, he, he he was much older than that, though, so it's a little different, but, yeah, still. I just can't fucking stand the state of the world, the state of the fucking people. You know, there's hope, dude. I live in one of the most liberal places in the world, and there are so many kids that are changing that completely because they saw how shitty their parents were. And I'm not saying, guys, that all liberals are shitty, like I say, my podcast isn't, we try to be apolitical because it's a paranormal and true crime show, but it comes out once in a while that I, I'm very conservative, uh, pro, I'm a pro game, pro gay, pro gay marriage, all for that. I think that's the government has no place in your fucking bedroom at all. And as long as you're not fucking horses or kids, you, you know, it's not my business. Again, like I've said so many times in the past, I don't give a fuck what you do. I just don't feel like it needs to be broadcast and publicized and shoved down your fucking throat. Like, I really don't. Well, yeah, and we should be able to make fun of each other for just who we are. Like, that's how friendships are formed. There's a couple of gay buddies of mine that I was talking about earlier, and there's some that are, like, super liberal. And we all get along because we'll talk shit to each other. Talking shit builds character. If you can't take a good fucking joke, it's problematic in your brain, not in mine. I don't have to tiptoe around your fucking feelings. One thing I'm good at is I am really fucking good at roasting people. If I want to insult someone and hurt them, I'm better at it than most people. Like I throw insults deeper and faster than I throw my hands. And I'm really good at throwing these hands. Yeah, but you're a soulless you know? ginger. And so that doesn't really matter. Cause you know, that happens. Hey, I have soul I, and I'm super bad. Okay. So, I play bass and I dance, so fuck off. So let's go. So so let's go. Let's let's rewind a little bit here, and we'll go back to the joking and ripping thing. And I'm going to bring up the child toucher Catholic priests. And I just okay. want to. I, I, I want to say that I am actually living proof that not every priest wants to fuck your kids. 
Oh, same here. Yeah. Like, no sure. matter how hard I threw myself at him, it just wasn't happening. I was like an <laughs> ugly fucking kid. Like, oh, come on, Father Ted. I'm trying here. Is can I can I reach under your cassock there and scratch I, your legs a little? <laughs> so oh, so here so so listen to this shit. So while we're talking about the, the Catholic priests and child molestation stuff, so I live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> And there was a massive lawsuit against the Catholic yep. Diocese of Scranton. Oh, yeah. And you could look this up and you could research it. And they, they, there was like hundreds of kids that were like molested. Oh, it was more than that. It was like a thousand plus yeah. or something. It was like, it was national news, dude. So here's the weird part, right? So there was a big settlement on it, right? And there was an insurance uh-huh. company that fucking bankrolled the whole lawsuit. And you, like, if you were a victim, right, you would call and you would give them, like, information. And they would fact check and backdate it and look at all the information. Like, you could be, you'd be 30 years old, right, and call up there and be like, yeah, so I was, you know, this day, this time, this, like, these many occurrences. Do you know this insurance company was paying out based on the level of molestation that you had to endure? Like, there was actually a, there was, like, a price list of how much, you, like how much money you were worth, depending upon your level of trauma. Like, do you under, do you understand the the, the nature of that? Being a lawyer that had to sit down and sort that out and then go to bed that night as a human. <laughs> like, I don't even care about the lawyer. I care about the fact that, like, it's like, no, right, so, could you so, imagine how shitty a job that would be to have to do to be that guy where your law firm's like, hey, we need you to look at these cases individually, get the details, and so here's my, so, which so here's one the was thing. molested the least. Right. So here's the thing. Like, right. So let's say, so let's say you call. Like, your life's in turmoil. You were only molested one time, right? You call and you tell your sob story, and the lawyer takes your information down. And they're like, all right, well, um, you know, given the fact the parties are guilty, we're going to give you five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, that's cool. But then I call, and I'm like, hey, guess what? Like, I got a story of all this. Like, they, it was broken down by how many times, what kind of sexual act was committed, how many times it was committed. <coughs> so, like, you you were only worth this much because you weren't molested as much as this other guy <laughs> who was molested over worse. 10 times. <laughs> he gets more money than you because he suffered more. Yeah, I don't, and I'm not trying to laugh about it because it's funny, guys. When I laugh at that, it's just so absurd. It My is, brain doesn't comprehend that. And I'm it's like, just, wait a minute. Stupid. And I'm like, wait a minute. You, whether you were molested one time or a hundred times, whether you were mouth raped one time or over and over, like the, 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 the degree no of trauma of is the same. And for this insurance company to actually come out with, like, a price chart and a guide of, like, what each kid was worth when the crime occurred. There's a, that's dirty. It's like, fucking mind-boggling to me. Like, that is crazy. It, it's just, yeah. It, it's the thing about... People suck, dude. Like, and they're going to make money however they make money. And... You know, if the Catholic Church would just allow their, and I, I don't want to get too much into the politics of this particular religious belief, but if they'd let their priests marry, that wouldn't be a huge issue. The only fucking reason the Catholic Church doesn't allow priests to marry is because when the priest dies, everything they own goes to the Catholic Church. It has nothing to do with anything biblical at all. 
In fact, there's parts in the Bible that say that the, the preacher should be married. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that's like an order from the, the, the Bible that you are to have companionship with females and be married and have I, well, children. Technically, it says if a man's to be a bishop or a deacon, he should be the husband of one wife, meaning shouldn't be a polygamist. It doesn't say it's bad to be a polygamist in the Bible. It doesn't say that anywhere in the Bible unless you're a minister. But it does say that it should be the husband to one wife. So, so I'm so I'm okay to have more than one wife as long is, as I'm not a religious practitioner. Well, yeah, no, you can be a religious practitioner and have more than one wife. I I believe in polygamy. I'm I'm a I'm a Christian. Like I don't see anything wrong with it. There's, there's nothing so in the Bible many, that says it's wrong. There's so many great vaginas in the world, and they all feel different. Well, yeah, but it does say you're supposed to marry them, though. Hey, any woman listening, just understand. <laughs> just understand. If you're upset because a guy wants to bang you, like because it's because they all feel different, we got we got to try we them all. Open the polygamy door too, and really piss some people oh. off because I'm pro, I'm, I'm pro polygamy. Men and women are different. Like, yeah, I am too, but I'm pro polygamy for a guy having more than one wife. Absolutely, I'm not pro poly. I don't want my wife with another man ever. Well, now you're just being greedy. Now you're just being greedy. No, there's a reason for this. A woman's body actually chemically starts to change and alter to the person that she sleeps with. And this is fucking science. Google it, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm tired of people ignoring the the actual science, not the science, but the actual (laughs) science of things, biology, guys. It's real. How else do you get babies? And for fuck's sake, I don't want my wife to be pregnant with another man's children ever, which I mean, it won't be a problem. She's had four of mine and then we're done. So we're good, but I'm territorial. I'm made to be like a fucking wolf or lion. That's just how guys are. Every man is territorial. That's why we pee on our girls in the shower. Well, yeah. I mean, no, literally. (laughs) And any girl says, ew, that's disgusting. Guys don't do that. Well, you haven't showered with your man and, then because we definitely do and sometimes we don't even realize that it's all your pain on your face but yeah you're definitely getting a little extra warmth on those legs babe listen to fact women love women women love the shower on super hot they'd never notice that's 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 the key right there. oh dude the water is why why does the water have to be so fucking hot in a woman's shower for fuck's sake i'm always burning my dick every time my wife moves out of the way when we're showering <laughs> like babe turn the cold water up god damn heather fuck but You know, so, for instance, guys, like, look, this is a big deal, uh, what we're talking about here, especially this whole misogyny thing. It's it's fucking ridiculous. So, I go to the pub. I have a local bar. I'm friends with the owner. I go and hang out. Many different kinds of people there. I get along with almost everyone. The ones I don't get along with are the ones that stalk down my friends that are younger and female. Because the girls, like, I got a couple girls that will come hang out with me. Because there's creepy dudes, and they know that I will protect them. It's not that I said I will. It's that they know if shit goes south, they go to the nearest man. They gravitate to the adult, to the guy who's going to, to help them in case things go bad. It's okay to do that. It's okay to have men in the, uh, in the, in the light, to see them in the light of what we are. you know. And instead of convoluting it, get along with it. My wife and I, our relationship is strong because I worship the fucking ground she walks on. My wife is fucking gorgeous and amazing, and I 
don't ever want to imagine my life without her. She's given me four wonderful freaking kids. We've had 16 wonderful years of marriage. We've had our ups and downs, but we know each other's place. That doesn't mean that I'm making all the decisions all the time, except for when we go out to eat because she doesn't know what the fuck she wants to eat anytime she wants to go to dinner. But, you know, I also cook and help clean around the house. And I do, guys will do stuff like that. We're busy people. Real men are busy people. <laughs> You know, I we, think we women are busy all the time. We're strong and we're busy and we're surly and mean and we're rude, but we'll take care of you and put you up on a fucking pedestal. That's you know, what you know, I, I think it's bullshit, though. Like, I think women perform cruel mind games on us husbands and boyfriends on a regular basis. For example, every man listening to this has always been like, where do you want to go to eat, babe? And she's all like, oh, I don't know. Any place is fine. That's a fucking lie. You pick something, that no. is a lie. You know yeah. for a goddamn fact that she is testing you to make sure that you know where she likes to go to eat to pick what restaurant she wants to go to. Well, not always. Sometimes they are just indecisive. Uh, my wife will be totally not hungry one minute and super hungry the next. It doesn't now. Whatever I make at home or whatever she makes at home, both of us will gladly eat. But I won't cook things that I know she doesn't like, and she will cook things that she knows I don't like because fuck it, that's what she's making tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> luckily, I, I like almost everything she cooks. Sometimes it just is what it is, man. This is dinner, bitch. Yeah, for sure. But there's a lot to it, man. Relationships are, I mean, it's, it's work in both directions. But, you know, girls, you can't expect a guy to be one way and then you not be completely perfect in what the guy wants. It's a double fucking standard, and you're going to have to get over it. And you can't have a soft guy and a hard guy at the same time. Well, I mean, you could if you had two guys with you, which some of you might like that. But again, I don't know if getting I don't, I don't again, know if getting dicked by. I'm I'm very <laughs> I'm very simple. I am the simplest of men. I I listen. I got my list of requirements for a successful relationship is very very small. I don't care what restaurant the girlfriend picks. I could find something to eat anywhere we go. Oh, yeah. The only 100%. thing I, the honest to God, the only thing I care about, my, my, my requisite is very simple. I have a high sex drive. As long as you mm -hmm. empty my balls, I will take care of everything. Blowjobs are a yeah. must. They're my favorite thing. We've established this on many episodes. I'm so oh, yeah, simple. No, I, we're on the same page, man. I just, I, I'm always in the mood. Uh, there's no off switch. I'm almost 40 years old, and my sex drive has not gone oh, anywhere. I am 40, and I want to get blue pills just for the fun of it. I can't because of my blood pressure, but I would if I could. I already oh, laughed yeah. too long anyway. Fucking like, bum ticker. We did an hour and a half session today, and you know, it, it, it'd been. I've been trying to truncate it down because I used to be able to control when I finished. I can't do that anymore with age, unfortunately. So it just takes a long fucking time. But uh, it drives her crazy because she starts to get hurt. Starts to hurt after a while. I'm not exactly a tiny person when it comes to my penis. I'm not huge. I've seen it, folks. Small. It's very pretty. I, I have a very nice penis. I don't want you to. What? What do you mean you see my penis? <laughs> have I shown you my penis? Oh. Did yes. I send you an unsolicited dick pic? <laughs> I might have. Yes. <clears throat> Most of my friends flood right? my phone with dick pics just because they think it's funny, and it, it's, I'm like, what, really? I, that story about, I honestly uh, think they're just flaunting it because they know I'm working with, like, micro-machines here. 
so there's there's a story about Matt Matt Best, the guy, one of the owners of Black Rifle Coffee. He keeps a picture of his dick on his phone, and when he meets, meets new people, he shows them the picture <laughs> just to establish dominance. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad plan. Like I like for the longest time. A power move, dude. Yeah, <laughs> a fucking power move. I never thought of that. I'm like, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I, I just start doing that. <laughs> I just think if you're scared to look at a dick, you're homophobic. Dude, I, how many locker rooms? You, you were in the military, so you've been in the showers and the barracks and shit. shit. Everyone's fucking naked. You're seeing tons of dick. Like, I've been to the gyms, like, uh, the locker room, fucking all throughout high school and fucking going to the gym, lifting weights and shit. You see that shit. It's you, a dick, guys. I see one every single day of my life I've seen a penis. You know what? You know what's fucking funny is guys it's that usually have... mine. But. It's, it's, it's actually funny. Like, everyone, like, has these jokes about guys with small dicks. I know. I'm one of them. And... <laughs> Like, you always hear the constant jokes about it, right? But nobody understands, like, once you are okay with having a small dick and that's all you tell people is that it's small, it becomes that much easier to make fun of guys with huge dicks. And it's less I mean, uncomfortable. I make fun of everybody, so it, it, my dick's functional and I can outlast most people regardless of their cock size. So... Like my friend, you're hanging a nine banger. My friend, I'm, I'm my, in the game still. Listen, my friend Trav the Impaler has been on this show before, and he has talked. And we've, we've discussed about it, right, <laughs> and he's swinging a serious pork sword, and I can make him uncomfortable with it. Like it's funny, to me. Like yeah, all right, you got a, you got a huge one. I got a little one. Mike, I won't pass out when I get a hard on. I can keep going. So fuck all you guys with big dicks. Well, I can so. We've established I can go for a long time. I think my record was like eight hours. Uh, me and my wife's first time was four and a half hours. My average used to be an hour and a half. Are these girls not doing it for you? Is there something wrong? You want to discuss this? Let's talk about no, it. I think no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm staying rock hard the whole time. I just, it takes me a long time. So I produce a lot of semen. Um, and when I say a lot, I mean, it's like a Bukaki film every time I blow my, my, my wad. Um, <laughs> it's not a facial, it's an entire body full cover. Like, you know, the rules picture, it, it didn't happen. No, it's, it's a lot. And it's just how it is. But I also can come and then keep fucking and then come again and keep fucking I yeah, but I've I've the had them days. I've done that. I've had them days. No, where I've done that. Right? Days. And it gets, this is frequent. No, no, no. I've had days where like I'd be on a, I'd be on an all day session. Right? I'm talking like wake up nine in the morning, uh-huh. get into it till like two three in the afternoon, going. It it gets considerably less as time goes on to the point where it's like clear. Well, yeah, it has to replace and then, itself. And, and, and then nothing, just just the feeling. And it's just like if, if I pop in the morning, I need them fucking and then pills. Pop again at, and then pop again at noon, and then pop again like at night. It's the same amount the first and second time, and then almost the same amount the last time, which is less than what I've seen in most pornos. I got I gotta invest in pills. <laughs> I gotta invest in some shit. I want I want to see if that ball refill stuff works. No, don't don't do that. Yeah, I I, I want to plaster That's, some. That girls. cannot be good for you. I want to plaster some girls. I need to I need to get some volumizer. You know what you do to make it so that you come more. 
you get more testosterone in your system. So never skip leg day, guys. Never, ever skip leg day. Every day is leg day. <laughs> Hit the gym and build up that testosterone. I'm not a doctor, but that's what I've been told. Yeah, I'm, I'm lazy <laughs> as fuck. I ain't going to the gym. I'm 40 years old, and I can still pull 25-year-old tail. I ain't fucking going to the gym. I look yeah, damn I like- good for 40, so... Oh, yeah, no, for sure. And I look like an old, ragged piece of shit, so it's fine. But, you know, I like being in good shape. So, plus, it's kind of addictive to work out. Like what Arnold said, it's like coming. Yeah, I'm coming. coming. In the gym. I'm coming at home. Every time I lift, it's like I'm coming again. <laughs> Fucking, if you guys haven't seen Pumping Iron, oh, go watch man. it. You'll understand what I'm talking about. He's a <laughs> fucking, fucking governor talk about it. He's a neat <laughs> retard. He's a different kind of folk. <laughs> I got I got a friend of mine. I firmly believe that he masturbates to the video Pumping Iron. I really do. Like, Arnold is his idol. Yeah, I'm not that into Arnold. I Or guys at all. But it, it is inspiring, though, to see the dedication and commitment. That part I, I like. I appreciate someone's dedication and commitment to things. Except for like Jeffrey Dahmer. That was a little more dedication than What? He was dedicated to Boy had. Scouts and delicious man meat and homosexuals? He was dedicated. And he had like a whole shrine of skulls he was gonna decorate his house with. He had body parts which, in his fridge. Oh I was actually I was watching the documentary of my life about that. And they were talking about one of the lawyers that had dealt with him and he had drawn a picture of how he wanted to decorate and be dazzled with skulls and everything. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not really one for taking trophies in general, um, for that kind of decoration. Like, cause there was this gal that was on the same documentary that had someone's skull that she purchased. She purchased the skull of a victim of a serial killer and was talking about it. One, I didn't know that was legal, and two, it's my wife's not. like, Are you, have you ever looked into that? And I said, no, because that's just disrespectful to the dead. I said, the only only time I want to keep the skull of someone is if they're my enemy, and I killed them in a violent and awesome fashion. I actually looked and into purchasing, like, so, <clears throat> I actually looked into purchasing an actual human skull because I wanted to make a goblet to drink my alcohol from because nothing says badass like drinking your booze from the skull of your enemies. Well, it has to be the skull of your enemies, though. That's the problem. That's what I was trying to tell Listen, her. Listen, like, it doesn't matter to me. I want to fucking dark. drink my beer out of a human skull. Fuck you. I mean, good for you. That's just not where I stand with it personally, okay? But, I'm not going to so, judge your personal choice. <laughs> so I actually... So, Jay, I actually looked into this, right? And uh, it is illegal to purchase actual human bones. Um, they cannot... Outside of scientific... Like, outside of scientific research labs and medical professionals, apparently they have to be kept a certain way. There needs to be licensing, serial numbers. Um, they, they grow mm-hmm. a bacteria... After the body's been dead, like actually the, the, the human bones actually grow some kind of bacteria. It's actually highly illegal because I really wanted a human skull and I could not get one. The, the, the best know, thing well, I got was uh, somebody in South Africa actually made replica resin human skull. skulls 
And I got a mug made from one. It was fucking beautiful. It's, it's, it's still here. I still have it. It's beautiful. I actually know how to make them and make them look very, very close. But I stopped doing it because it becomes incredibly expensive and people don't like spending that much money in this day and age, unfortunately. But that, I was a mortician, so I've seen lots of skulls, lots of bones. <laughs> Ooh, that would make a really good discussion. Yeah, and you know me in Halloween, but you know, I, I, I learned how to sculpt because I wanted to make my own Halloween props that were better than the shit that I was seeing at the stores. I, I love Halloween. Halloween is that is an amazing holiday. We gotta do like, a show. I literally, we gotta do a show on serial killers. I think that'd be interesting. I think people would like to learn and just and hear what we have to say about that. I know we should do a combination show where it's like we re- both record it and then we both post it as each other, like our shows mixed together. And I can get my camera set back up here in the studio and whatnot, and then we can each air it separately. That'd be all right. But yeah. Oh, I, I'm talking to my friend about making stickers for the the podcast. By the way. Well, that would be wonderful. I think I think people might actually be into that. And this is a girl that wants to be on for that sex talk show that we, you wanted to do. Oh, oh, well then, yes. Um, th- th- let's see. What, 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 what did I? What names I have picked out for them? Um. Oh, I can't remember. No, 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 no. No, 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 not if you're going to air it, don't. <laughs> <laughs> not their real names, obviously. Oh, you, you came up with names? Well, it was just one, one gal that's going to, but she does uh, art, and so she's been hanging out, and she hung out the other night with me and the wife and stayed here because she was having issues with her now ex-boyfriend. But she's like, yeah, I'm interested in talking about that because she's really shy, but that's when she's in person. I yeah, guess. we're we're gonna so, have to ha- we're gonna we're gonna have a little little discussion here with uh, your dick junkie and cum dumpster. So, <laughs> I believe that would be appropriate. It's not mine. I don't think it's a fair thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> My wife does not want to be on the show to clarify, guys. This is a friend of mine oh. wanting to talk about it because she listened to a couple of your episodes and wants to be on the show. Well, I think that'd be interesting. I'm. Again, I, I welcome anybody and everybody. But we were talking about the one where you had your buddy on and your your few friends on and the Impaler guy. Oh, and he, he's episode, very neat, isn't he? talking about it. Yeah, she was here working uh, on the Photoshop in the studio while I was making something in the doing some planter boxes or something the other day, and she was listening to it. And she was like, I really want to be on this show now because I want to be able to talk about this. And then she's like opened up a little bit about you know, what she thinks and what she likes. I'm like, oh, well, he'll definitely be happy to have you on for sure. Oh, absolutely. I'll <laughs> let you, I'll let you know. Should I have, should I have my asshole crew here for that show? Should I bring, should I bring scumbag Steve and Trav the Impaler on? Uh, yeah, if you, I'm sure it'd be fine. It's just, you know, I'm like, she's like, I just, I want to make sure that you're part of the show too. And it's not just me on there is what she was saying. She wanted to have me there to kind of like go to her a little bit because she's super shy about things, but she's really cool. Oh, she's just like you know. I'm pretty sure them boys will fucking break the ice on that one real hard. Oh, probably. I don't know if she can handle that. I'm I'm timid around her because I don't want to be like weird. Right, it, right, it, because you're so as normal. Irritated as my as irritated as my wife gets about it, guys. I'm really good on stage. I'm good on the platform. 
I'm good when I'm not being sincere about everything. I can be funny. I can be open. But when you're with me in person, if I don't know you that well, I am a really quiet person. That's one of the reasons I get on the mic and I do shows and I have these conversations. It's because when I'm in person, unless I'm really close to you, I'm more likely to be quiet and subdued and hold myself back. And most people that are in this medium, they do that. Like the greatest talk show hosts ever are always like that. The best stand-up comedians are like that. They're very self-focused, like not focused, but like we keep to ourselves a lot about our feelings deep down. I'll open up for it when there's a stage. Like right now, this is technically what I consider being on a stage. I'll open up, but a lot of the time, unless it's a very sincere conversation, you're going to have a hard time getting anything out of me. You know, I'm I can, at the bar, we're having a good time, boom. I can agree with that because I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I can talk to everybody who doesn't know who the fuck I am and just bare my soul and talk about all the weird shit and embarrassing stuff that happened. Right? Like, face-to-face? Like, nah, that ain't, that ain't coming out. Oh, absolutely. I need, you know, I just, and I have, it might not sound like it from this episode we've done, and if you've listened to me on this show before as a guest, I, you know, I care a very great deal about other people. Like, I, I really do. To me, other individuals are very important. To me, people in general are super important, and each life to me is important until they make it a reason not to be. When you make it a point to not be important any more than fine. So opening up to someone individually is very difficult. Addressing a group is, is far less complicated to me. Like I can, I can be in deep conversation with someone that I know. Like you and I have had very deep conversation. I've shared things with you that I don't talk about to other people because you're my friend, you know, and I trust you, but it's hard for me to open up like that to everyone. So getting up on a stage or a platform and having these kind of talks about things that's outside of who I am just in general on the normal. And it takes a lot to do it. I don't know so, if I ever shared anything like I'm, I'm like really deep. I don't know if I've ever shared. You've shared a lot with me individually, but not really a ton on the show. I need people on here to like start asking me shit and get stuff out of me. I really do. Well, I don't mind doing it. It's just, this is your show. And I, I mean, it was funny because the first episode I was interviewing you for your own show. <laughs> I enjoyed so the a, shit we, out of that. We got a lot out of it. I'm good at, I'm good at picking and pulling on, on how people think and trying to dig. Like it's, I'm good at that because I, I'm compassionate. It doesn't seem like it all the time, you know, like, but it's just who I am. You know, like I said, it's, I'm more like a sheepdog. I would, if the sheep don't, don't like the sheepdog until the wolves come around. I think it was what the guy wrote. Uh, who was it? Uh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, I want to say. The guy that wrote On Killing and On War, or On Combat. And he, he wrote that, the sheepdog thing. And so you see a bunch of uh, weekend warriors who throw that sheepdog patch up on their BDUs and they're stealing valor and makes yeah. me want to shove it down their throat and beat them to death. See, this is the juxtaposition of me saying how important people are to going into that. <laughs> I have a really deep sense of justice, folks. Let's put it that way. Maybe that's a better way to say it all. <laughs> all right, folks, well, you heard it here. We're going to work on some merchandising and stuff like that. Um, if you feel the need and compulsion to find out more about urban legends and paranormal activity and all that kind of spooky stuff my buddy Jay 
runs his own podcast called The Vanishing Gates, where they discuss all manner of urban legend and I don't know. What what else do you talk about on there, Jay? True crime, uh, urban legends, uh, fucking just anything weird and out of the ordinary. Um, in fact, what I love, and if you guys have stories of your own or encounters or anything like that, uh, email me at uh, tellvg, your, so Victor Garfield, your stories, <laughs> Tell VG your stories at gmail.com and I will gladly read your story on the show. I haven't done a show for a while. I have written up 25 different shows. I have notes for a bunch, but I haven't put one up for a while. Um, going to be more consistent with it. Again, we've been doing the show for probably five years. I say we, but now it's just me at this point. I'm looking for a new co-host for the show. As mine has once again ducked out, he's taken sabbaticals too often, and I haven't recorded. Uh, anyway, yeah, tell VG your stories at gmail.com. You can catch us on YouTube uh, for the video part of it. Facebook, it's all Vanishing Gates, uh, G-A-T-E-S. And, yeah, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Podbean, blah, 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 all the podcasting sites. And, yeah. But uh, if you have a cool idea or subject matter you want discussed, whether it be uh, paranormal, superstitious, cryptozoological, psychological, true like if you know a serial killer, that would be dope. I, I would love to hear about people that live through serial killers and know them. Any of that kind of thing. I mean, if you live in a haunted house, give me a call, or well, an email. Don't don't call me. <laughs> Well, that about wraps yeah. up this episode of the Negligent Discharge. Again, you want to be on the show, find me on Facebook, Negligent Discharge Podcast. Find me on Podbean, Spotify. Send me a message. Don't be shy. Reach out. I'm not judgmental about anything. You come on, talk about whatever you want. Big shout out to the boys over at Autumn's Descent. Again, allowing me to use your music. Couldn't have done it without them. I appreciate each and every one of you. And to everybody else, thank you for your support. We are out of here.